What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Hardy Pinball Podcast, Episode 3, The One Where Money Talks. Now, let's jump right into it to yesterday. I'm busy working on my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pinball review, and my phone goes off to alarm notifying me that Canada's Pinball Podcast has just gone live. Now, due to the unexpected nature of this, I had to immediately check this out just to see what was going on, whether it was going to be him playing the piano again, or if there was going to be him actually speaking. And to my surprise, this was him actually speaking to all of us. And I think he had a peak moment of about 86 individuals watching at one time. He was on there for like an hour and a half. I don't really know the exact time because... For me, the stream kind of abruptly ended, uh, so I don't know if that's actually how it ended or if that's just, you know, my internet going to crap. I don't know, but he was on there over an hour for sure, and people were asking him all kinds of questions, and he answered, and that's what we're going to talk about first. I think one of the most common questions he was getting asked was, when are you coming back? You know, we miss you. We miss hearing you. We want your content, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And this was a little bit of a turning point and kind of unexpected on my part is that he was like, yeah, you miss me and you want me, but where were you whenever I was on the air? Out of the 2,500 to 3,000 people that would listen to every one of his episodes, he only had, what he says, 30 people were contributing to his Patreon page monthly. That gives you an idea right there that people will say one thing, but actually, you know, do another. The, the fact remains, guys, and I've been in doing YouTube for, I don't know, a, a, over a year now. I mean, a, a, a year and a half, doesn't, doesn't matter. I've been giving out content for quite a while now. And I have made very little in comparison to how much time and effort and hours goes into what I do. We're talking a lot of time gets put into a lot of these things. Yes, granted, some of my videos require less effort than others, but still, that time that's put into putting things together to put up on YouTube for everyone's enjoyment takes time and effort that I don't I technically don't even have to do. All of us content creators do this for the enjoyment of others. And we at least majority of us don't ask for anything in return. But it definitely would be nice and a really good incentive to continue doing what we do. With that being said, you have Canada that is talking about having a largest, more than like he, there's no way any other pinball podcast had the audience that he did. So when you have such a large audience and people that really loved his content, wanted to hear his content, that so little were willing to give back. And that's what the thing, the, the major thing is, guys, is that a lot of you out there want us to keep putting out content and giving you, giving you, giving you, giving you when nothing is returned. That's the ordeal. So whenever he's talking about how, like, you know, where is this? You know, if if you guys give me this much money, you know, then maybe I'll give out the final episode or the 500th episode, which is supposed to be his best episode ever. So a lot of talk went back and forth about, you know, money and maybe if 
more people started contributing to the Patreons, and that would give him much more incentive to come back. I know a lot of people were, like, a little upset when they heard this, but the fact of the matter is, is that I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm on board with that. I agree. I am guilty of being the individual that listens or watches content and doesn't give things back. I'm humble enough to look back at myself and realize that, yeah, I... I'm one of those people. Not all the time. Now, there's definitely times where I'll go on to like TNT's uh, videos when he's doing premieres and I'll throw in five bucks here, maybe even ten bucks there, whatever. I like to give back when I can. Same thing goes for streams. I mean, I technically only watch like the flipping out stream and I'll throw biddies at them and stuff like that. So I do like to give when I can. When I have the time to watch or whatever, then I definitely will do what I can to give to them because I'm in the same pool as them knowing that what they're doing is not something that, you know, is easily done. I remember joking with him on the stream that I would cancel my Disney Plus to hear his content because, I mean, Disney is what, eight bucks a month kind of thing? And honestly, we don't even freaking watch it right now. I mean, it's very rare that unless my girls want to watch Frozen 2, which honestly, I just need to buy the damn freaking DVD of it or Blu-ray, whatever, just so I don't have to pay for Disney Plus anymore. But <laughs> the fact remains is that he was pointing out that a lot of you out there pay monthly for something that you don't even use or is crap, where that money could be going into something that you actually do use, whether it be podcasts or YouTube, whatever. His point was that there's a lot of people willing to take, 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 but not give. I think that was the the gist of the whole conversation. He would put out multiple episodes a week, giving us all kinds of information, rumors, or even facts that he gets from his sources among the, the amongst the industry. Moles in almost every manufacturing place that gives him information to feed to us that we were not going to be getting from anybody else. And me and Chris will talk every once in a while, and he's always like, Kerry, why aren't you talking about this? You should talk about this. This is a story. Talk about this. This is something that, you know, why is no one talking about this? And I'm like, yeah, I would love to talk about that, but... That requires a lot of effort and research and looking into stuff, a lot of journalism time that needs to be done, of which I don't have that. So mainly, either he had more time than I did, or he had a lot more resources than I did when it came to getting the information. That's something I'm lacking right now, is that I don't have the sources throughout everywhere. I mean, I've got a couple, but nowhere near what it sounds like he's got when it comes to getting the rumors and what's going on. I mean, I have information about certain manufacturers that I'm not going to tell because it's definitely secret. And if it does get out, then it's obvious that I'm the one that told because I'm only one of a couple that know. There are things that, yeah, I wouldn't mind giving people information on or hints, secrets, whatever, but I don't have that information. And I don't want to lie to people So I'm not going to make up stuff either. But if there's always a few out there that are in the industry and you are curious about getting that information out in an anonymous form, then by all means contact me at hardypinball at gmail.com. As of right now, I do not have a Patreon page, but I am thinking about creating one 
for those of you out there that are willing to contribute, whether it be a dollar a month, whatever, then you can. And like I said, it's all up to you whether you want to or not. I mean, as of, as of right now, I'm not trying to go, if you don't give me money, then I'm going to stop making content. No, that's not how it is. It's going to be out there just as it was for Canada for those that want to contribute to the content creator. In the future, I will have Chris on the show for us to talk pinball. He's already specified during his streams that he doesn't want to come on podcast and be interviewed. And that's not in, that's not the way I anticipated him having on here anyways. I didn't want to have him on here and interview him. Like, no, I wanted to have him on and we were going to talk pinball, like our thoughts and stuff like that and just let it rip. But I think I'm going to hold out until Guns N' Roses is revealed. I think that will be when the iron is hot and that we need to strike and get the uh, get all the uh, info and thoughts and everything from Canada on that. It's when Guns N' Roses gets officially revealed that I'm going to have Chris on here and we can give our thoughts on the game. Another tidbit of information that he said was that Johnny Crap from Stern was fired after... I, I don't know when, but he says that he was fired after his art was done for the Jurassic Park, which I thought was, I don't want to say funny. It's not funny when someone loses their job, but it does back up my theory and opinion that the art for that game was the downside to it. Everything else was great. You had a great soundtrack. You incorporated John Williams score in there. The theme in general was gold because it's Jurassic Park. The game design was epic, but then you throw on the downside to it, which was the art, which was an immediate turnoff for me. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm, I'm it was one of those things where I felt they could have easily just done what Data East did with their art package and just went, you know what? Black cabinet, Jurassic Park logo on the side. Bam. And that honestly would have been better than what we've got. I, I do like the premium art package better than over everything else, but the art was definitely the downside. Here's something else I'm not sure if anybody else put two and two together. But if Johnny Crap no longer were... I, let's back up here. Because when I think of the name Johnny Crap, and that's a name that he has given himself, that's someone who said, hey, you know what? I want to be called this. Now... <laughs> I don't agree with that being a good idea if your art is not up to speed or what others would consider to be great. Because that would be funny, to have a shitty name but great artwork. You don't want to have the same thing. You don't want to have shitty artwork and a shitty name. That's just not good. That's double stuff to Oreos for us podcasters here to just go, oh, that's not good. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Johnny. I'm 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 pretty sure that you have better work out there. I just haven't seen it, and maybe in the future for whatever you do, hopefully you can redeem yourself and uh, prove me wrong. I'm I look forward to it. Keith Elwin has stated that the next artist for his upcoming two games will be someone that he's already worked with on his previous game. Now that Johnny Crap has, I guess, officially been fired from Stern, who does that leave? Zombie Yeti. So I would say that it's a safe bet that if everything is true that what we've heard, then Zombie Yeti is doing the work 
for Keith Elwin's next two titles, which is very good news if it is true that Zombie Eddie and Keith Elwin are teaming up again. Because what do we what have we got? We've gotten Iron Maiden to show that that was a damn good combination. Zombie does great work. We know that, especially from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, his most recent work. Like I said, I'm working on the review right now, and I'm starting the art section, and I'm like, do I even really need to go into all this detail about the art for this? Because it really speaks for itself. I mean, it's an obvious just home run. But that was my gathering of information. So when he said that Johnny Crap was fired from Stern, I'm like, oh, well, then that means Zombie Yeti is going to be doing the artwork for Keith Elwin's next two games. That's what I got from that. When it comes to upcoming content for me, I am actually really behind. I have got to get my next video out for straight down the middle. I'm still tearing that machine apart. And I've got my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles review that I'm working on. I'm hoping to get that out in the next day or so. I've got me a wireless lapel mic that should be coming in the mail today. I'm hoping that the audio quality on that is good enough for me to do because that's going to make some recordings a lot better when it comes to me working on machines because that just I'm hoping fingers crossed that that's going to work out real good and that I've also already got mods in the mail that I need to get tested and reviewed on I'm piled up here so I've got plenty of future content I just need to get the time to do so the kids are in school now so that's going to be a help but I still have a number of other things that need to be accomplished in my life. So bear with me, guys. Content is on the way. As far as my early review, here is what I can say what my review is going to be for TMNT. Right now, this game looks like it's going to be getting a pretty high score. I'll just leave it at that. I will go into details on the things I like and what I do not like, though. That will be coming in the future as well. And as of right now, guys, I officially do, in fact, have a Patreon page. You can find it at patreon.com slash Hardy. You will see it there. It's brand spanking new. So as of right now, as of recording this, I have created the page. I'm still new to it, but this is all going to be new and learning for me but i figured i'd put it out there for those of you out there that do want to contribute and give back and i think on this note as of right now i'm going to bring this episode to a close until next time guys peace out <music>